Happy Friday, KMA Land. It's time for the Double X Factor. I'm your Friday host, Sandy Edie Hansen, and Spencer Williams and I have been sharing a series on friendship, and this week we've been looking at what is your own role in staying in an unhealthy friendship. You know, that friendship you hear yourself complaining about to other people, or you feel more drained than energized after your interactions with this person. What are some possible reasons we may stay in these relationships? Before I give you a few of the reasons, let me be clear. If you're in any kind of an abusive dynamic with anyone, you know what I'm going to say here. Get out as safely as you can. This look at why we stay is not about victim shaming or telling you that you just need to try a little harder with this person (laughs) if they're abusive towards you. It's very possible you have been gaslit to believe the issues in the dynamic with this emotionally abusive person are all on you, and that is not true. Now, I talked to her Wednesday about how not being in touch with your own feelings can cause us to stay in unhealthy friendships. We may hold up the idea of loyalty as why we can't or won't create some distance in the relationship. This can lead to guilt, and that can also keep us in the dynamic. Another thing that can be at the root of our staying in it is a lack of boundaries on our part. Or we may have a long history with this person, and we use that sense of investment to keep us cycling around in an unhealthy way. Another biggie is fear of loneliness. We fear that if we let go of this friendship, even though it's hurting us, we may have a limiting belief that it's better than nothing. But very often, it's not better than nothing. Being alone can be scary as a proposition for sure, and loneliness is a health risk, along with being really hard on our emotional being. Did you know that being lonely increases your risk of death by 26%? Some studies indicate even up to 40% increased risk of death if you experience loneliness. So being lonely is more of a health risk than smoking a pack of cigarettes a day or poor eating habits or being physically unfit. So I get it. Cutting off an unhealthy friendship or lovingly disengaging from it can feel like death. We're wired for social connection and to distance yourself from someone who may have at one time been a great source of friendship feels scary. The thing to consider here is that some friendships have expiration dates. We can get so caught up in trying to fix, solve, and hope the other person will change that we are oblivious to our own role in enabling the unhealthy stuff going on. Let me finish up with something to remember. When people in our lives become toxic in their behavior, you can end the relationship or change the way you interact with them. You do not have to make them the villain, erase them from your memory banks, or downplay the good times you had together. A person can be bad for you without being a bad person. Distancing yourself from an unhealthy friend is not a moral issue. Next week, Spencer and I are tying together some things about what we need to be doing ourselves to create the friendships we want. You know, it is the week of St. Patrick's Day. And so rather than luck, we're talking about creating your own experience. We'll chat again then. Later!